I also want to let you guys know about Anna's shirt. It's not really shown on the camera right now. Let's see it. Can you read it right? Because like when I look at it, it's like backwards. Yes. No, it's good. It's good on the camera. That's great. So James got me this shirt. He insists I wear it. No, I don't insist that you wear it. Yeah. <laughs> I got her it. He Four. got this for me. I was like, James, like, I want you to give me like presents. Like, give me a present. And then he's like, I have something for you. So for a third time, we have Anna Bright on the podcast. Definitely so far, my favorite guest. The people in the comments have been begging for me to bring Anna back, and I did it. So thank you for coming on. You're welcome. Thanks to everyone for uh, advocating for me as well. It was needed. It was needed because I've got you know pushback from the Selkirk guys. They're like, it's the third time you're bringing Anna on. And uh, that's what I do. You know, I fight for my girl. That's the type of guy that I am. So we're coming off our first PPA gold medal in Red Rock. Annalie and Ben, they weren't there. So there's a little bit of an asterisk, but we got the gold and we're coming off of a gold and a silver in Austin. So we're proving to be kind of a juggernaut team together. How do you feel about our mixed performance we're not going to talk about men's doubles guys we don't need to see who cares about men's doubles if anybody saw the men's doubles semifinals in red rock um just you know just forget about it men's doubles who cares mixed is what matters tell me about it feel good i think we're playing really well together um not really a surprise you know in in choosing to play with each other which james initiated james doesn't get enough credit that's everyone's like Anna's so smart, like Anna, Anna. It's like Jimmy's Jimmy's decently confident too. Um, I yeah, initiated you know, it, yeah. <laughs> expected good results, you know. Getting fifth in the first tournament we played together in Daytona was a little disappointing. We had good wins, but so I feel like yeah, there's no reason we shouldn't be the number two team soon and you know, keep pushing Ben and AL. I think we have the tools to beat them. I think so too. And uh, I want to clarify before this podcast continues. The last podcast I did was with Brendan Long, absolute stud. And uh, people, a couple people messaged me. They said, why aren't you giving Brendan and Tyson any credit? You just said to not watch the, the semifinals. And that's what I've been saying. I said it on this podcast and before, like, I oh, just don't watch it. I don't want anybody to watch it, but I will say... Tyson and Brendan played very well. I played poorly. Um, me and Riley, I mean, Riley played played pretty well. I just wasn't ready. I mean, my soft game needs a little more seasoning. You know, Red Rock, uh, the balls were a little hard. They were moving fast. It was late at night and just switched to the 02, a little more pop. I had a tough time getting to the kitchen. I thought once I got up there, I was good. But, uh, you know, Brennan and Tyson played well. Bottom line, I want to give them credit where credit is due, and the finals was absolutely epic. If you have time, watch that match. Um, that was one of the best men's doubles finals, if not the best men's doubles final of the year. Got to be, right? What am I saying? And uh, that was awesome. So check it out. Tyson and Brennan fought their butts off. And, um, yeah, credit where credit was due there. That was awesome. So Paul's hard and Brendan's long. Brendan is a beast and he's long. He's longer than you expect. And uh, it's funny. It's messed up because 
Tyson's not getting any credit. It seems like everybody's like, oh, Brandon Long is, um, you know, he must be some sort of stud. But Tyson, in my opinion, was the, especially in the finals, was the real reason that they they won that final. Um, he was steady, solid throughout, and uh, it hurt to watch because I wish I was there, but he he played very, very well. So we've got Newport Beach this upcoming weekend, my favorite place in the world. I've said this many times. I love Newport Beach. The weather is amazing. The atmosphere is awesome. The area is awesome. There's a Whole Foods. There's a Starbucks within like half a mile from the venue. That's huge for my purposes. And um, what do you think? What are your expectations, thoughts, feelings going into Newport Beach? Mixed. Uh, pretty excited. You know, Annalie's not here. Ben, you said, is playing with Andrea, which is a team that is still scary, but less scary than Ben and Annalie. And uh, Tyson, Catherine's also not playing. So it's a little a little softer without those two women. Um, so mixed, I think we've got a good shot. You know, it's hard to we could have a down week, you know, it's hard to always play well, but feeling good about it. Um, gender, I mean, Ben and Colin, heavy favorites in men's. I feel like women's is always pretty open, honestly, without Annalie there and without Catherine there as well. I feel like a lot of parody in the women's field. So don't really know what to expect. Excited to play with Andrea. Um, I think I'll mostly be on the right, which I'm kind of excited about. I actually really like playing on the right. And yeah, we'll just, we'll see. It'll be a fun event. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. There is new partnerships and there's also no singles, which is I'm a fan of. Um, I am a guy who loves, I love the idea of singles. And then I start playing singles and about one game in, I'm, I start to like the idea of singles a little bit less every game that goes by. It's just not, it's just tough. It's taxing on the body. And if you're soft like me, uh, it's, it takes a toll on you, but I'm going to be playing singles in Charlotte and maybe Atlanta. So I'm going to be coming back into the singles game, but not in Newport beach. And there's some interesting partnerships in Newport beach. So Riley is playing with Elise Jones, who is, in my opinion, vastly underrated as a mixed player. She's really tough to play. Great dinker, fast hands, light hands, but fast. And she's tough, great defense. Um, so what are your thoughts on that team? Um, Elise, I, I feel like you just blow up Elise every time. So I've lost to her once. I, I think everything you just said is correct. A hundred percent. I think she's very underrated in women's as well. I don't think she gets enough credit. Her and Leia have actually meddled the most out of any team. Uh, and I, I think people just kind of ignore that or continue to underrate that team. But uh, any team with Riley on it is scary. Elise is um, very good dinker, very tough. But I feel like you are a good fit in front of her. Um, good off the bounce. She likes to redirect her dink line. Uh, she can't. No one can really love, love us, <laughs> which is huge. You know, um, I told Susanna and some people that I think a big thing that saved us against Suzanne and Zane was just that Susanna couldn't lob because even though we can't read it, it's like you know, with your vertical, I've got bounce. You've got bounce, and I handled one of them. I did a, a little weird scoop shot. Uh, so I think that kind of negates some of her weapons. Um, but yeah, tons, tons of good teams. It's a pretty even field, I think. 
Tyson is playing with Lacey and not Catherine, which I'm happy about because Catherine is a beast and so is Tyson. Tyson's an underrated mixed player. Um, obviously, there is uh, people say, you know, he doesn't have the fastest hands or the heaviest hands, but it is tough to finish a point against him and Catherine. Um, they are Tyson's so solid. Catherine is so solid. They're smart, great in transition. I mean, that was a tough team, Tyson and Catherine. But with Lacey, uh, I'm a little less scared of them, but it's not a bad team. I mean, Lacey is still a beast. And um, any team with Tyson on it, the serve, the drive, that's tough too. So what are the your thoughts on that? The fences are tied at Newport. That would be something I don't like about the facility. That's true. And that's going to be it. Well, now that I'm serving big, you know, that could be good for me. Uh, thank you to Tyson. I've been giving Tyson all the credit in the world this podcast. Thank you to Tyson. I serve big now, guys. I was pushing my serve in softer than Anna. And Anna is known to just push it in. She does it for fun almost. And I was <laughs> I was like barely even hitting the serve. And playing with Tyson, I was like, okay, I can't have him be serving twice as fast as me. Like, it's just not right. I have to at least keep up. He was telling me to. And um, so that's been big for my game, particularly my mixed game. So, yeah, that's going to be good. And Tyra, um, my uh, somewhat of a student of mine, Hurricane Tyra Black, I, I worked with her a little bit. She's gotten really good. I'll take some credit as a coach. Uh, she's moved on from Greg Dow, and she's playing with Rob Cassidy. Thank God. <laughs> I just had to throw that in at Greg because <laughs> he's gonna watch. She's well. Greg is, you know, Greg's a uh, he. He 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 loves the game. Uh, he likes to. He loves the game. He's a great guy. Um, first time I met Greg, it was interesting. I didn't actually speak a lot to Greg because I think the first time I met him, I think we we locked eyes while he was eating a banana or something. And and then I look back over 10 seconds later, he's still looking at me. And I was like, okay. And I didn't even speak to, I was like, this is uh, I don't know this guy. We went like two months without speaking, but next thing you know, turns out he's a good guy. He's a nice guy, but his mixed game is another story. Her and Rob Cassidy. Greg doesn't play mixed. Greg doesn't believe in mix. He doesn't like playing with women. No, no. Women aren't his thing. I don't think. Yeah, uh, okay. he just likes playing with men. Well, this is something that we should talk about on the podcast because one thing that me and you are good at as a team is that we can both play on both sides in mixed. And traditionally, you know, the guy usually plays on the left side. I don't know what you're laughing about. You're just trying to continue so as if this last bit just gets cut out. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that if the if the doubt. I think we should leave it in. Okay, we'll see. Sorry. We'll see. So that's a big thing, being able to play both sides of the mix. Riley does it the best. I do it pretty well. You do it very well. Um, what are your thoughts on that? For people watching at home, especially, I mean, I've done a lot of you know my virtual coaching. See it in my Instagram. I've done a lot of it, and people are saying to me, they're like, as a guy, I only like to play the left and mixed, and. I've been telling people it's very important to be able to play on both sides to show different looks and you can still take the middle with your backhand. So what are your thoughts on having that ability to adapt and play both sides and mixed? Yeah, I think it's uh, really important and it might become 
increasingly important, but I mean, I mean, we can do it, but it's not like we've ever really done it. Like we've done it for a couple points against Tyson and Catherine when we were struggling. And then like, sometimes when I can't unwind, like returning Ben and Deckel surf, that's really all we've done it. Um, so I still don't think it's like a formation that we as a team are too comfortable in. Uh, we just haven't done it in tournaments, but uh, I think it's really important because sometimes you're just stuck and uh, your two-hander is so good. And that's the thing you and Riley share. And I think that's pretty important in order for the man to be on the right. Like with Jesse and AJ, I think we won like, if we didn't win 90%, it was like over 80 and we should have won pretty much every single point when uh, Jesse didn't unwind with AJ on the right, just because he doesn't have a strong like backhand off the bounce, like pretty much none. And he just, I mean, he could get a lot better, but he just really has no idea what he's doing. I think Jay plays the right pretty well in mixed. Uh, it just kind of, it's just, it just gives a different look, you know, the speed up is different and then the woman can slide. Like I can slide and just look to hit four hands and then you can crowd the middle. So yeah, it's a, uh, it's really important. And I think as more men come in with good attacks off the bounce on the backhand, we'll probably see it a little more. It's like a totally different game when the man is on the right. It's a different when it's a lefty, but when it's a righty, um, yeah. So. I think so too. I mean, you know, that's one thing that I was telling my, my virtual coaching students out there. Don't give is, away all your secrets. This is how, you know, you, you pay for my food. Well, this is, that's also, yeah, that's a huge, that's a big, no, no, not true guys. She pays for all my food, but anyways, a big part of the whole playing the right thing in mixed as a man is it's a lot. It's very important to have a two-handed backhand um, or at least a potent backhand flick something out of the air, some sort of way that you can attack with your backhand. Cause your backhand is going to be in the middle and it's tough. If you can't generate any offense off of the backhand side, then maybe it's not a good idea to play the right and mixed, but I think you should figure it out because that's where the game's trending, right? If you see these tennis players coming in, all of us have two-handed backhands for the most part. And it's a notable exceptions come to mind. A couple, a couple, but mostly the good the good players from tennis that are transitioning to pickleball, like two-handed backhand is a natural thing. And it's easy for me to do, and it is something that kind of just just translates well. So being able to do that, very important. And same thing can be said for, for women. If you can play the left in mixed, that's important too. If you're ever going to play with a lefty, um, it matters. So I think that's one of the coolest things about mix is that there's so many different strategies and, and different ways of playing. And pickleball is an unsolved game, right? We don't know what the best ways of playing are. Tennis, we know it's all it's old. All these other sports are old. Pickleball's new. We don't know. I just look at what what Ben Johns does and try to copy him because I think he knows better than me. Yeah, you're always watching Ben. I watch him a lot. Yeah, I do. I do. I know. And it gets a little jealous. Mm -hmm. I watch him a little too much. But uh, anyways, um, I posted on Twitter yesterday. I'm here to plug my Twitter, guys. Sorry. I posted on Twitter uh screenshot of my old journal so when i started playing pickleball i was well the first few months i wasn't but then i started taking a journal of of notes on what i thought i could improve on my thoughts from the day how i felt about my game and i got a lot of action it's getting a lot of replies of people that are saying you know this is really important it's really funny the stuff that i said i was 
talking about how I saw JW hitting backhands out of the air instead of dinks. And it seemed effective, even though he wasn't hitting it that hard. I didn't know the term backhand flick yet at that point. And uh, I had watched, I think I had wrote down something about how I watched like a a video of Simone Jardim teaching the topspin drop. And I wrote like, oh, it's hard to hit drops with topspin. And that holds true today for me, guys, by the way. But um, it's important. So you should, if you want to check that out, good laugh. And also maybe consider doing it because... It helps me. I still journal twice a day. And I know this is a little weird and it's a little bit uh, not something you might say on a pickleball. But well, it is. I think journaling is important and it helps you stay on track, especially if you're like me and you just forget everything. If you're like Anna, it's easier. I mean, she just she's a steel trap. But me, it's it's not the same. Um, so I just wanted to let you guys know about that. And I also want to let you guys know about Anna's shirt. It's not really shown on the camera right now. Let's see it. Can you read it right? Because like when I look at it, it's like backwards. Yes. No, it's good. It's good on the camera. That's great. So James got me this shirt. He insists I wear it. No, I don't insist that you wear it. Yeah. <laughs> I got her it. Before. He got this for me. I was like, James, like, I want you to give me like presents. Like, give me a present. And then he's like, I have something for you. So <laughs> I... uh Okay, guys. Anyways, I bought her this shirt. I didn't buy her the hat, the James Ignatowicz hat that she wears. That's all her mother, Leping. You can find that at picklepeacock.com, by the way. All the merch. Fun fact, I've got a friend. So if you're not familiar with who Anna's mom is, um, she's from China. She moved here at what age? 26. 26. The English is um, not great, and but she's a fighter. And so anyways, she has this website, picklepeacock.com, and it's all merch. It's mostly Anna Bright merch, Anna Bright pickleball shirts, James Ignatowicz pickleball hat. She made a daddy's home, James Ign or whatever, daddy's home hat. And I've got a friend named Hugo. I've got a couple of friends that have, that have ran into this, but particularly my friend named Hugo. And he came from tennis. He's trying to figure out pickleball. He's like a four or five. And he's going around these local courts playing. He told me, he called me one day. He said, James, I ran into this small Asian woman who said that she was Anna's mom. And I was like, who's Anna? And she just was saying Anna. And she kept trying to sell me merch. And she was trying to sell me these Anna Bright pickleball shirts. And I was just like, it's okay. I'm good. I'm good. And she just was forcing it on me. James Nadowich pickleball hat. She was showing me the, the website. I was just trying to play wreck. So if you are in South Florida, watch out. You might get, I don't know if the word is attacked. You're just going to get a cold, you know, you're going to get sold on some Pickle Peacock merch by Anna's mom. She's out there and she is selling. What are your thoughts? Uh, I don't even know. I don't really have much to say. I think you said it all. You know, she's out there. She's on the hunt. Yeah, there's some new James hats. It's like daddy's home, monkeys off the back. Big Papa Jimmy, you know, those are all on the site now. Um, you know, she, she's got new designs all the time, all the time. You know, she's always calling, text me about it. And I'm like, this is your thing, mama. I helped you set it up. This is your thing. Uh, but yeah. Do an impersonation of her. 
What should I say? She's your mom. Sell me merch. Sell me merch. No. I think you've done enough selling merch oh, right now. On. Anna. Anna. Like, I don't know. I can't impersonate. It's got to be you. Whatever. Whatever. No, we'll she'd get be back like, to uh, it's just so funny. So she called, she called me like, and texted me. She called me and texted me once each. Like uh, we got back Monday. So like Monday night, she calls and texts me once each. The next day, Chanel, who does my social media and like some other people's social media and who my mom has been in contact with a little bit from the site, Chanel calls me and she's like, are you in Florida? I'm like, yes, why? And she's like, your mom has called me a couple of times. She's wondering where you are. I'm like, what? I'm like, she says she can't get a hold of you. I'm like, she texted and called me at 10 p.m. last night. And that's it. Um, and then I get on the phone with her. I'm like, hi, mommy. She's like, Anna, where are you? Anna, I can't get a hold of you. I'm like, you call me once. I know that's all I have to say. But yeah, she's a total sweetie, total stud. Got her she's first gold medal recently, silver with my dad in 3-5. She might be moving up to 4-0. It's all because of the merch. She is hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um yeah, that's all I have to say about her. She's a character. So, last topic. Have to talk about this one because I think it's important. And I'm known as a guy who plays pickleball more than anybody. At least that's what my image is. Everybody's like, oh, he plays pickleball all the time. And that was true a couple months ago. I played six hours a day. I was either drilling or playing rec. I was just doing everything I could. And I want the people to know... Let me know in the comments what you think about this decision. Last couple months, I think it's paying off. I have only been playing two to three hours a day at most. And I've been working out once or sometimes twice a day. I'm spending more time in the gym than on the court, lifting, plyometrics, sprints. I'm just focusing on that, focusing on eating healthy. And playing is, some days I won't even play. I'm playing a lot, but it's not... I'm not as obsessed about hitting a million dinks anymore. And I think it's paying off because I think that if you play a little less, when you do get out there, you appreciate it a little more and you are maybe more focused because you're saying, okay, this is my only practice of the day. I better be locked in on these dinks with Anna, right? Like I'm not just here to mess around. So I'm kind of following. I mean, Anna is actually playing more pickleball than me these days. Wouldn't you say? Maybe not this last week, but on average, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Anna's working out too. What are what are your thoughts on your workouts? Um, so I started going to this place uh, nearby. It's called Costa Costa Performance. If anyone's in the South Florida area, I really recommend. It. I think uh, James's little sister Ava is going now. Um, oh, can I say one thing? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, for sure. My little sister. Uh, so she works with this guy named Cassiano. My little sister was introduced to Cassiano, who's the fitness trainer. Cassiano says to my little sister, I work with a girl who's really good at pickleball. Her name is Anna Lee Bright. <laughs> and my sister's like, who? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> yeah, so that was, so anyway, continue. Um, But yeah, they're in here. I go every day, pretty much. And uh, I do a lot of like, very weird, like very specific exercises that are really hard. Um, yeah, I think it's been good for me so far, like feeling more explosive, feeling quicker on the court. Um, 
definitely not working as hard in the gym though as a lot of people are I just I honestly don't like it um I don't really like I don't like lifting weights I don't like working out I was someone who liked long distance like slow like you know run run 20 miles rather than like do like 10 sprints um but yeah I've been doing it I think it's good for me I think it's important and it just gets me going something to do early in the day um I don't really know what else I have to say, but yeah, if you're in the South Florida area, I'd recommend checking them out. They have a lot of like really, really high level tennis players like Jensen Brooksby goes there. I think Bacic Pospisil used to some other woman who's in the top 50 in tennis in the world. I don't remember her name, but a lot of stuff. They know what they're doing there. Yep. It's important. I think that the fitness side of pickleball is going to be very important at the pro level because we're all getting a ton of reps. We're all getting to play a lot now especially people like us who are professional pickleball players, right? Like that's what we do. We play pickleball. So we're playing enough. And I think if you really want to get better at movement or some, you know, just improving yourself as an athlete, it's important. And I think that's going to be huge for me moving forward for anybody who didn't think I could even improve anymore as an athlete. You know, I actually can. I know it's crazy to conceptualize that, but I can even get more athletic. Uh, every single, like every other day, everyone, James will be like, looking at us and be like, Anna, do my arms look bigger? No, 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 no. That's do not I, true. Cut do it. I look, do I look nope, strong? Not true. That did not happen. I was, that's. Every other day this happens. No, She's no. Like, I'm taking the creatine. I'm on the creatine, guys. I'm at the pumps. If you've ever taken creatine, the pumps are a little bigger. I'm just. I don't want to get veins, too big. They're so vascular. No, no, no. That's what you said about me when I brought attention to it first. Okay, guys. Thanks. See ya. James Ignatowicz podcast. Have a good day.